You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast.com and on Twitter at the Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to the Slow Ride Podcast. I'm Tim Hayes coming at you from Gainesville, Florida, and I just want to tell my two co-hosts, guys, if I did the hour record tomorrow, I could totally take it. Yeah? Uh-huh. Well, I'm the little guy. I'm in Minneapolis, and I would not break the hour record tomorrow. Hmm. I am Spencer Howe in Boston, Massachusetts, where I'm currently looking for a new crit course. Oh, It's going to be awesome. First off, the attempt at the accent, Spencer, don't think I didn't notice. I'm just not going to acknowledge it. And second, guys, let's talk a little bit about Bradley Wiggins, the most amazing <laughs> interview he's ever given, um, um, where he said that if he went tomorrow, he could take the hour record. And he set this goal of 55 kilometers per hour, so no one will take it in, quote, 20 years. And in his backhanded compliment that he gave to Alex Dowsett, who the current record holder, it was like, oh, he did a great job, but I could beat him tomorrow. Oh, man. I can't wait to watch Bradley Wiggins hour record. I, mean, I love this contest. It's great. I do, I do feel like every all the hour record attempts in the last six months, the flurry of them were all to get it in. Before Wiggins did, which is, you know, there's a that's what she said joke in there somewhere, but I'm not going to go there. Me see, just a- <laughs> uh, Yeah, you're right. It's true. that Wiggins is a lot faster than all those guys. I'm just loving true. the yeah. whole contest. Like this, no one cared about this for so long, and now people care about who's taking the record. It's you know great. who cared? You know who cared, Tim? Chris Boardman cared. That's who cared. Yeah. Yeah. He still cares, probably. He's selling his bikes. He's probably rolling. He's rolling in his grave right now. Poor Chris. He's like 45. I don't think he's dead. (laughs) There you go. Let's talk about the Giro. Screw this other crap. Yeah. All right. Well, what do you guys want to talk about first? I would like to talk about uh, Team Time Trials. I love Team Time Trials. Super cool mm-hmm. and i heard they had one and i didn't watch it did you guys watch it i only watched it path. because i only watched it because there's onboard cameras from the velog team so you know all of a sudden i was just engaged it so you get really to cool. see a lot of a lot of butts <laughs> really close butts. A lot of butts which team, and thighs which teams had Ooh. cameras i didn't see that uh like six different teams had one i will say this is that i saw the eureka green edge uh camera it was pretty intense because the it, since it was on a, a bike path, it was very narrow, and yeah. so it was a little sketchy with some of the the turns. But let's be honest, did it, no one cares about the team time trial. Did it? Let's did it feel on. because it was on a bike path like like you were just on the greenway with some with some like some weekend warriors just really hammering? Yes. Like trying to catch other people, like starting a time trial train, but you, none of you knew each other, just all trying to ride each other off the wheel. Sexy Adam on the front. Uh. Good, good 
no one passes him on the greenway. So that's true. You know, it was definitely sad uh, with AG2R losing some time. And then let's get into stage one. We have the uh, a sprint. Spencer's dude, Vivani, uh, or sorry, stage two. Just thinking of the prologue, but stage stage two, Vivani takes the win. Spencer gloated on the Twitters about that. But more importantly, there was the uh, the crash heard around the the world. Uh, a gentleman given a yeah. bad name to fix gear riders all over the world uh, with just riding straight into the peloton. Didn't didn't need any help with that already. Uh, yeah, but you guys wait. Important did, question. Did what his gear? did his little guy? He was clearly in a forty two sixteen. The way that he was spinning and trying to jump that curb to get into the yeah. peloton. And as someone that has experience riding on a professional race course, um, and on a fixed gear, on a and getting gear, arrested, you know, I was a little disappointed in his uh, his technique, riding straight into the, fact, the pack. The fact that he did, yeah, right into the pack rather than after the race. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. I so wait, I watched the film, and I I didn't I didn't have the ability to slow it down and go frame by frame. I couldn't really tell what the hell was going on. It was just everybody fell down. I didn't actually see the guy. Oh, I don't know if people you made can him see up. Him. No, no, you can see him. If you pause the video at exactly eleven seconds, okay, you will see. You will see just to uh, the left of center of the frame a big planter yeah. on the sidewalk, and he is ripping right past that. Going to drop off the curb and straight into the peloton. I think he thinks that he's going fast enough that he's going to be able to be in front of the peloton and like lead out the in. pack for a little while. Yeah. But he goes like obviously. They arrive as he's coming off the curb and he goes straight into the side of them and it's it's brutal. So but the most well, Where did disappointing he go when part, he fell? Uh down onto the ground. But where um, but then there's like the scrum and where does he go? Does he crawl away? Does he slither under the I don't sidewalk? Know. I can't tell from the video, but um, the biggest problem is it's not in HD, so I cannot tell if his rims match his frame. That's a good point, Spencer. I think you're hitting on a couple of things here. The the uh-huh. importance of the frame and rim matching, mm-hmm. but secondly was the lack of an HD camera. So this is our own Zapruder film here. So you really have to take it frame by frame to really see what happened. Now, I like to think that he was trying to lead out the group, like like you said. I, I'm thinking that he was trying to actually jump into the peloton and ride in the middle of it because there's no way he was going to make the, the front of the arrowhead of that peloton to clear it because he yeah. jumps in like 20 riders deep. And and there's no conspiracy theory that he didn't know the Jira was coming because you can see him clearly like use his arm to lift up the caution tape and he goes underneath it and jumps onto the road. Oh, yeah. He it's knew. it's pretty bad. The, the, the Do you think he is, actually wanted to jump in, or he just wanted to ride the curb, and he thought he could ride on the curb consistently, and then no, he was angle. like, "Oh, oh," and he, he fell down. Now the bigger the the bigger conspiracy no, I, theory here is that he was actually sent there to ruin the chances of Pozovizo. Yeah, Pozovivo. Sorry, who's conspiracy? Conspiracy around is that just you right now? Well, he is the unluckiest man in the peloton. He lost a minute and eight seconds on that stage yeah. before today's horrific crash. And yeah. you know, spoiler alert, jeez, <laughs> we're not even on stage three. But yes, he did crash today. 
it looked really bad. Supposedly he's going to be okay, I guess. Uh, has, it's, a has, little, it's a the info sketchy at this point. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty bad. It was it was and yeah, like the I don't know, if you were watching Eurosport, the Eurosport yeah. guys were apologizing. Um, oh, the camera just you know, like the, zooming the, oh, us. And the, the spectators yeah, Italian like broadcaster kept showing shaking it. the guy. Oh. Yeah, it was bad. It was a really terrible thing and we're only a few years out from kind of a similar feeling stage when uh Wyland's died so mm-hmm. it, it felt a little a little too much like deja vu um but thankfully it seems like he just has some bad facial abrasions or something but yeah. maybe we'll get better news tomorrow post podcast it was definitely a start of good news from what we've heard from the, the the doctors and the good news for ag2r is that they do have carlos betancourt in the wings who hasn't lost a lot of time who's going to be able to Ooh. carlos the gummy bear the gummy oh, bear. oh the gummy bear who, uh, wait so wait now that we're on the gummy bear, though, uh, the gummy bear is on my Velo Games team. Tim, I'm assuming the gummy bear is on your Velo Games team. No. No? Oh my <laughs> gosh! The number one gummy bear supporter didn't actually have the faith to put him on his team. Spencer, is he on your Velo Games team? Absolutely not. He's oh a fat my. gummy bear. So, 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 so the, here's so the reason. The truth comes that. out. I am the only true no. one that's willing to risk the fact that I have to read some crap spit rights. To support the gummy bear in his time of, of overweight cycling. So here's... I'm going to support him in the tour, not in this year. Oh, he's not going to ride the tour. How convenient. Spencer. Oh, darn. <laughs> here's what happened, little guy. As I was struggling to get to the 100-point barrier, and I took Poza Vivo. Yep. Um, yeah. I took Contador. Well, I, I also took, took. And I took Zacharin. Yes. You know, and I, I took Zacharin because blood levels totally spot on right now. The guy's looking good. How but, did you, uh-huh. you took little that guy, guy? Here's the problem. Here's the problem, idiot. little guy. Little guy. <laughs> and, I, and I took Math. I took I took Matthews of Arika Green Edge. I took yeah, the younger Quintana. I took Benet. That's a bad move. I took Benet, and yep. then I took a, a lieutenant of uh, Contador. So really, more of a private. Um, but the little prince was sitting there. There was still a pink jersey, and this is going to be my downfall: is that I can, I can never not pick. Damiano Cunigo in any of these fantasy contests. Tim, I'm with you, but uh, I was able to pick the Little Prince, the Gummy Bear, and still have room to pick a quality team otherwise. I I don't understand how you guys came to the conclusion that Cunigo was going to be a worthwhile pick. He's going to win a stage. He's going to win a stage. So, can we talk about Little Guys? Can we talk about what? So I'm looking at the team roster of Hogan's Biscuits, and of course this is for mm-hmm. the Slow Ride um, podcast, Juro Fantasy League, uh, presented yep. by uh, Velo Games. And we it's have good-looking team. We have, like it. We have quite a few teams on there. I'd like to thank everybody for uh, participating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great website. We do miss Roller Derby, but uh, Luke is back in uh, this competition with us near last place. But who's who's checking, really? But, uh, yeah, okay. Who's this sprinter of yours? Uh, it's Mezegek. I don't know how to pronounce his name. How's he been? He won the last stage of the Jiro last year, Tim. He hasn't won anything yet. I know your guy has, but my guy's gonna come around. Your guy is for the lumpy stages. When it gets flat, my guy's gonna blow your guy away. Who has the pink jersey right now? Matthews, bling Matthews. How can you support a guy that self? promotes himself as bling it's disgusting i mean you're talking to super rookie here <laughs> i know like 
There, I, I, I will give you that. Like, I like the way the guy rides. He's a really good rider. But the second I heard that he was like, "No, just call me Bling," I was like, "I can't ever cheer for that guy ever." So, uh, Spencer, I see you went. Uh, we we have lots of crossover again, guys. Uh, you know, lots. Uh, no. Yeah, wait, wait. We don't Who fall far from the tree. I had Postavio. I, I Tim. Had Spencer. I had Postavio. <laughs> all right, so we all we've all lost yeah. one rider. <laughs> that, uh, little guy, uh, you and Spencer share a sprinter. Um, yep. Oh, uh, little guy did do his research. He did. He I is definitely the cream of the crop here. Spencer yeah. and I. Sh- I just uh, look for giants. We, we share a uh, Zacharin. Yeah. Uh, Spencer and I do. Mm-hmm. And we yeah, both, took, and we both, I took a bold move there. And we both <laughs> share a Banat. Uh, so. Lots of cool stuff uh, going on, but the bit the bigger story is that we had so many great teams come on, and uh, oh, guys, we're we're already not in top place. But my favorite no. uh, team name is from a individual <laughs> who they just called their team UVM Sucks, which would be I'm assuming University of Vermont. Uh, yes, and then it had the uh, the. The owner of the team is Northeastern University Cycling. So way to really uh, stick it to them. Uh, UVM sucks. Northeastern University Cycling, you have the best team name uh, by far this year. So uh, so thanks for that. And I'd like to point out, um, I noticed that this weekend before I went out on a ride and uh, took a little spin around uh, the suburbs here of Boston and actually saw a Northeastern rider um, going the other direction as I was riding. Gave him a wave. And he waved back, so oh, they're they're well, t- totally yeah. on top of their game this weekend. Nice, good job. So like UVM does folks, suck. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. Um, we didn't really talk about today's stage because I got so excited about the gummy bear being brought up. Yeah, but um, it was a good stage. Other than the the fall, um, it was it was cool. I, I like seeing the CCC Polsat Polsky guys. Uh, trying to steal all the BMC water bottles off the side of the road. And eventually they got one from the team car. And then immediately Gilbert looked at his director and just was like, what the hell are you doing? He seems so upset. And then moments Which I don't later, agree with him. And then moments yeah. later, what did, uh, what did Gilbert do, little guy? What did, what did he do literally half a minute later? He like went up to the Movistar guy and gave him a gel. <laughs> Which you were like, does does Gilbert hates all the the Polsky guys? They were the Polsky guys were doing all the work in that move, like the whole so, day. So I was taking notes, and and you and I discussed this. Uh, yeah, when we were talking about the, <laughs> the, the tragic crash, and it was like every time they came up the uh, side of a mountain, the, yeah, the CCC guys were trying to grab water bottles from whatever Swanier was on the side. It was like their team budget didn't have enough people in blaze orange handing out water oh, bottles. Absolutely not. The, no, no but the, yeah. B, the BMC guys would pull the water bottles back and it was like every time. And then he finally gets I, one out of the car yeah. and then Gilbert is like, what are you doing? It was great. It was awesome. There must have been a miscommunication because like the CCC guys seem to believe that like they were they had a deal with BMC for the day and then like the sun years on the side of the road didn't get that memo. And the, cause the CCC guys looked like legitimately confused. Like I reached for a water bottle and they didn't give me a water bottle. Like what the hell's going on? 
<laughs> and obviously, like the team car was cool with it. Yeah. I don't know. They they it clearly yeah they thought they were riding for Gilbert, and Gilbert did not think they were riding for him. Well, what I liked was so the the, the BMC guy, director gives them water bottles, and Gilbert's really upset. And then it was just a couple k later that like Hanson took off, and uh, one of the Paterski went with him, and um, and uh, Simon Clark. So you had a three man move, and Gilbert totally missed it. Mm-hmm. And after doing all the work, CCC takes off without him. <laughs> He's so, probably so upset. I really do <laughs> like how you brought up Adam Hansen, little guy. I was reading a, yeah. a story. What is this? It's like birthday. His, it's it's birthday, and it's his eleventh straight Grand Tour. So oh this my guy, God. It was something ridiculous, and you know, props to that guy. He should mm-hmm. almost be on the Slow Ride Podcast B team because um, he, he hasn't gotten <laughs> six. Put him on the B team. Yet. Uh, but it was really cool to see. And, you know, of course they talk about how he makes his own shoes and all that nonsense. This guy Mm -hmm. has done 11 straight grand tours. That's pretty awesome. And now it seems like Lotto is just picking him because of the marketing aspect of this. Like he's got a great Twitter feed. It's a good move. He's got a great following and everyone's just like, oh yeah, Adam Hansen. And the best part of it is that he's actually good. Like he does what he's supposed to do. He gets gripple there all the time. He maybe wins at stage or two, um, you know, a year in the Grand Tour, he finishes. It's it's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. He's, he smiles a lot. Oh, yeah. Did you see likeable his, guy. his tweet today? He said, Mom always told me to watch out where the mm-hmm. cameras were. And it was it reminded me that. of the, uh, the old Cat 6 Ninja Prime at the, uh, the Tuesday Night Crits. Always stay yeah. at the front because you don't always. know where the camera's going to be. So you're always <laughs> looking good. You never know what you could win. Yeah, it was good. Uh, he's, he's, I don't know. He's a weird guy. News break. Uh, reporting from the scene, Spencer Howe with breaking news. Oh, hey. Uh, just, just here to tell you guys, um, at the uh, at the World's Road Race, UCI World's Road Race here in Richmond, Virginia, this Low Ride podcast will be uh, doing our very first ever live show. Um, so we expect you all to show up, pay your $5 entry fee, and heckle us until we cry. So I'm, uh, I'm a little nervous about this, guys. I'm not going to lie. When I got that text message from you, Spencer, saying that we were doing a live show, I immediately thought... Who is going to be our guest? Who's really going to put us over the top? And I was freaking out. And I was sitting there going, do you think he'll do it? And then you told me that it was Friday night at 10 o'clock. And I really, I was like, I don't think he's going to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to do it. And mm-hmm. and then you talked me into it. You said, Tim, he's going to do it. And I said, no, he's got a race in two days right after the podcast. Like he can't do it. He needs to rest up. And then you said, Tim. It's not like Dan Craven's actually going to win the race. He's not even going to get top 100. He's using he us. Might. He needs us more than we need him. He needs to be on the podcast. So tweet, tweet <laughs> Dan from Nam. Tweet Dan from Nam and tell him, hey, be a guest on the Slow Ride podcast. It's only 32 hours before the professional cycling world championships goes off in Richmond, Virginia. But no he Stay should late. be there. Party. Yeah. Come what on, else Dan. is he doing Bring at 10 p.m.? Yeah. Bring the entire... Sleeping? Dan, tell you what. We'll put you on the guest list plus four so you can bring the entire Namibian 
cycling group. And we'll throw in a mechanic for free. I know a UCI mechanic who would be more than willing to take care of you. His name is Tim Hayes, and he knows how to. (laughs) Okay, uh, not me. That is frightening. No. No. But so, yeah, we will be. And you'd be better off with me, and that'd be bad, too. Yeah. We will be in Richmond, Virginia. We will be hosting a live show. Uh, There will be beverages there for you adults. Uh, It will be at the Coalition Theater, downtown Richmond, Virginia, on the race course. You don't want to miss it. Uh, It's going to be amazing or possibly horrible, but you're going to have to be there to find out. Well, if it's horrible, there's still going to be a bunch of us hanging out talking about bikes either way. So maybe the microphones don't work just like our podcast, and it would still be a great experience. Mm -hmm. I hope Skype works well that night. Yeah, <laughs> we should probably figure out where we're going to be staying, but I guarantee we're going to have some buckler embarkation product to give away there. Um, some door uh-huh. prizes. We've got some. Uh, there's going to be some great drink specials. What else do you have to do? Mm-hmm. If anybody wants to let me sleep on their couch, uh, and then let, also, me, let me do it. Not Are you only, a van, little guy. We, I'm not. We, gonna oh, drive little guy. We also there. planned about this. <laughs> Um, oh, did I – guys, I forgot to mention, Ixnay is also going to be there as uh, door mm-hmm. prizes as well. So we're going to have Ixnay. We're going to have Buckler. Oh, nice. I'm going to work on uh, maybe uh, Trek Factory Racing can throw in another beanie or two. Dan mm-hmm. from Nam. Let's just tell them they're doing it. Yeah. yeah. Dan <laughs> from Nam. You stay at your make... house, Hogan's Biscuits will bank you biscuits. Well, so here's the, <laughs> here's the deal, little guy. I was like, Spencer, we need a hotel. And Spencer goes, Tim, super rookie, settle down. You're freaking out. You don't need to. Extended we don't more direct quotes. We don't, need, good. we don't even need to go on home away from home. We don't even need to go on Airbnb because we have something better. It's little guy's really? van again. And <laughs> oh, I said, really? and I said, and I said, Spencer, do you think the van again can actually make it to Richmond? And he said, Well, it can definitely make it there. We don't know if it will make it back, but it'll definitely mm-hmm. make it there. It would make it both ways. I gotta say, it would be cozy for all three of us in there. <laughs> Sleeping oh, yeah. on that bed together. Shotgun. <laughs> so the question is, guys, are you ready for the world championships in Richmond, Virginia? I'm I'm timing my peak. Are you ready for yep. Peter Sagan to win the world championships in Richmond, Virginia? No, he's not gonna win. No, I'm not. But I'm I'm ready I'm ready to go and watch somebody win. I'm ready to for this podcast to launch Dan from Nam into stardom and its future of wealth and I don't know glory, yeah. All right, well, starting with sixty fifth place at Worlds. Oh, guys, great stuff! Uh, I'm excited for now. I'm excited for the World Championships. I'm excited for our first ever live show. I'm excited for Dan from Nam uh, being a the, the the key guest at the show. Asterix. Um, also, I want to uh, thank a uh, little guy for the oh. uh, West Valley of Van. And uh, let's uh, let's get started and talk about the tour of California, shall we? Sure. All right. This is Sarah Groff, U.S. Olympian, and this is the Slow Ride Podcast. of california where Ooh. peter sagan has yeah oh still not won a stage mark cavendish two for two with a perfectly timed bike throw today he won yeah, yesterday. did it already start it actually started already <laughs> yeah 
I know. (laughs) I didn't even know. (laughs) It's amazing watching the tour of California after having watched uh, a bunch of, you know, Euro races for, you know, up till now and, and seeing eight lanes wide roads that they're riding (laughs) down and just being like, holy (laughs) crap, that is big roads here. How do you get away? How do any breakaways go? Like I, that's a side just, street. Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely it's, a lot of strip malls on this route versus like when you watch the the Giro. Uh, you know, it's like oh, picturesque hill country. Here it's like suburban blah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I mean, you know, they have some great climbs and they have some great scenic routes and everything too. But like, just the width of the roads, even. Even narrow California roads are three times as wide as uh, the stuff we're used to watching, which is crazy. Hey, pop yeah. quiz. Um, who's the defending champion of the Tour de California? Levi Leipheimer? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I it's don't guessing. Know. It's guessing, isn't it? I think guessing won in 2012 because I thought no, I saw yesterday. he doesn't win last year, yeah. I, I, won for a while. I saw last, last, yesterday in the one stage I watched that he was the only re- returning champion, and it was 2012. And then that had me thinking, who won it last year? But I could care less to look up the Wikipedia. Do you guys, like, did I ever tell you guys? It doesn't that, um, matter. Like the Giro doesn't, the, sorry, the Tour of California does not matter as long as it's in May up against the Giro. Yeah. It's embarrassing. And it should not happen. Put it in April. Like, I don't put it care. Back in but February. It's, it's always going to be up against something unless they put it back in February. What about but then it June? rains. What, what's well, it was up June? against Perinice in February. And June, everyone's okay. getting ready for the tour. No one wants to fly across the world. They can but hang no out in France. We got That's... Chris Horner. Like, we don't. They didn't even let him into the race. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> have, I, have I ever told you guys that uh, Robert Gasing, Hasing, however you pronounce his name, he looks just like um, my childhood friend from when I was like six until like ten or something who lived up the block from me, Ryan Carruth. Like he looks it's just like spitting image. It's like it's spooky to see him except for the goofy hair now because Ryan was like 12 or something. Did um, Ryan ever go secretly missing like, you know, and nobody knew where he went and all of a sudden now there's some pro cyclist? To... No. Oh, plus, okay. plus, plus Ryan like – Hastings probably like maybe thirty, and 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 Adam would, or Ryan Kruth would be much older. So, and he's that's not a, Dutch. That's a good story. Anyway, it's not really a good story at all. It's just no. the thing I'm telling you. It's a fact, hey. and I think about it all the time. And I hadn't told, I hadn't the, told anybody. The, the only thing I think about is every time I see Jay Z, because you told me this little guy. Because every time I see mm-hmm. Jay Z now with like Beyonce, I'm like, hey, there's Bernard Cole. Girl Steiner, yep. what's up? He's still around. He's still around. Thank God. <laughs> oh, so. Yeah, yeah, I can't believe Jay-Z got pop for EPO. That was bullshit. Man. I thought he could bullshit. do those albums without that. Yeah. So we talked about Tour of California. No one really seems to care. There was the Women's Tour of California, but it's opposite. It's not even taking place the same time as the men's race, so it seems... It's like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I don't even know that much about it because I just don't care about American racing during the Giro. It just – I lose interest. Is that bad? I I enjoy that uh, the women's race is no longer just a time trial like yes, the I day agree. before. Like it's good to see some growth there. Um seemed like it was more uh, of a real race, which is awesome. Uh, the, you know, there were some exciting finishes and sprints and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, again – 
not much coverage, you know. Um, would have liked to see some some more from the media outlets, but uh, you know, maybe they only get what they're given. So it's, I don't know. It's just the 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 racing vacuum that comes around these grand tours that it just you know yeah whatever yeah we didn't we didn't really hear anything about uh, the tour of Azerbaijan either Azerbaijan Azerbaijan. 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 Yeah, it's true we didn't. Yeah, so you know, and and yeah, when when you get Tinkoff doing all kinds of weird stuff like riding a fixed gear into the side of the peloton um, to try and spice things up, you know, all the media attention goes uh, over there. Wouldn't it be Can amazing? Could, wouldn't it be amazing if Tinkoff actually paid the fixed gear rider to do that? Like, I mean, like oh, we got to get more coverage. We're gonna have to look into his bank records and just see what's what's going on, because that's a you know it's as legit conspiracy theory as say motors and bicycles. Still, no, it's see actually still on way less of a legit conspiracy. I, are, are, I, I'm gonna say you're wrong. Are they? I I am gonna say you're wrong because there is no way that anyone's got a motorcycle a motor in their bicycles. That how is there no way? Freaking out about it. How and they keep no stealing way? bikes and tearing them apart and nothing's inside. How many times are they going to have to tear bikes apart and find nothing before they're like, first oh, off, maybe we're crazy. First you, off, so, you, sound like, you sound like a guy in 1980 that's like, no one's doping. How many times are they going to have to look in these suitcases that we don't have any drugs in here? <laughs> Wait, Spencer. Bikes are different than suitcases. Wait, someone wasn't there was an article somewhere online where they talked about how there are these motors that can do this. And what they're worried about uh, isn't the, the bikes that the person... There's also articles online about how Bush did 9-11. <laughs> did you see Cycling Tips had a good piece about a motor and a bike that gave you like three to five watts or something yeah. like that. It wasn't and, a lot, but it was pretty right. discreet. And, it was and a pretty discreet system. The key is, is that they can switch bikes during the stage, like at the top of the mountain. Like, oh, I got a flat tire. Change the bike. And mm-hmm. then, you know, a different team car gets into the course or the caravan or whatever. So, so you, guys are, you guys are conspiracy theorists. I don't think it's, I don't think it's totally happening yet, but you make it sound like taking apart the bike is that big of a deal. And as a guy that got pulled into the customs room on the way back from Edmonton at the North American career championships, cause I have four fixed gear bikes on the roof. It's not yeah. that big of a deal. Those guys Did were, they make you take the bottom brackets well, out? No, they that's were just, your <laughs> bikes were probably stuffed full of weed that dank, dank, <laughs> Canadian weed. They were like, "What? What are you bringing That's back?" Stuff. Were you in British Columbia? And I was like, "No, I was in Winnipeg." And then uh, they were st- they were sticking a rod down the uh, tube. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't make me take the bottom bracket out because I didn't have that tool. I didn't have my uh, bottom bracket tool. Uh-huh. So you evade the police officer. I don't have the tool. But let's, <laughs> Spencer. Do you think there's okay? Let, let's put it this way. I'll yeah. Okay. Is, I, there, I, is there a chance that there's guys doping with motors on their bikes, Spencer? There's no chance. Not little, in the professional peloton. Yeah, of course there's a chance. If there's a if there's a way to do something stupid, someone will do it. I I agree. I don't I don't think that we're there yet because it would be a really big conspiracy to keep everyone's mouth shut. But then again. So was doping. how would that be a big conspiracy? Exactly. Yeah, people were doing people, whole teams, whole teams blood dope for God's sakes, and don't tell, and nobody finds out for years. You know? No, no, no. Everybody knows that. No, you don't know that because a whole bunch of guys are doing it right now. Half the Giro right now is in their and I know room. It. 
microdosing, and you don't know who they are, and you'll find out you know ten what? years from one now. Of the, one of the favorites is in his own luxury bus outside the hotel doing it. So whatever. Hey, did you guys see? Speaking of the lux- the personal luxury buses, did you see the bus yeah. that uh, the van that Laurent's Ten Dam uses? Just like I, his nope. personal one, because he likes sure to, was... he likes to caravan, right? That's what I've heard. Is he like he caravans around to it's train a, with I, the family? It's, it's a it's a pretty awesome. awesome van. I yeah it, it uh, yeah. It, it looks I hope like he's not losing old... as much time to uh, he's not losing as much training time as I am by working on his van. Because <laughs> <laughs> if if he tries to maintain it the same way I try, then uh, he didn't get to ride this weekend really. Oh. So we got we got motors and bikes, non-existent mm-hmm. according to Spencer, possible to yep. to be a little guy. Mm-hmm. Adam yeah. Hansen in eleven straight tours, the mm-hmm. Giro. No one mm-hmm. cares about Tour of California. Nope. Talked about Bradley Wiggins being uh, one yep. hell of a cocky man, which is pretty awesome. And Bush did nine eleven. Sir Bradley Wiggins. Yeah, Bush did nine eleven. Sir Bradley yeah. Wiggins. Uh, so I I think that's pretty much why everyone comes to the uh, Slow Ride podcast. Yeah. Oh, can I tell my story about the Greenway? Oh, there's another story? Yeah, last Tuesday. I um you know the Greenway has like one turn on it. Hey wait, Spencer, we need to get some intro music for little guys' stories for the Greenway. Greenway. Alright, what's up? So I was on the Greenway and you get there's like one it's like one turn on the Greenway, right? Yeah. And um midway like there's like a there's like a um a box in the corner so you can't see around the corner all the time and I'm taking a right turn this lady's taking a left turn she decides what the hell I'll take the inside line it's way more efficient <laughs> so I come around the corner I go halfway through the corner this lady pops around this utility box and just runs into me <laughs> um, on your side of the path she was so I'm so I'm in the right lane and to the right of me is the walking lane you know, and then her lane's to the left of me. She was yep. in, so I was on the line between my lane and the walking lane, and she was fully in the walking lane. So then I skidded to a stop, and she veered out and went into my lane and hit me <laughs> when she tried to avoid me. Um, nice. And, but, you know, we neither of us fell. I just stuck my arm out, and I, like, punched her. And then we stopped, and Oof. she apologized a lot. It was really weird. I've never had somebody just run into me on the What kind lane. of bike did she have? She was on like a hybrid or something. She was really apologetic. I mean, she was really what, nice what, about it, but so she just she was like situa- totally in, in the wrong. Situation? What gear ratio was she running? I don't. She had many gears. I didn't look to see which uh, one she was in. Wait, what do you do in this situation? Like, I, I wouldn't said, have punched someone. Okay? I would have been like, "Oh, are you okay? I'm sorry." Like Minnesota Nice, you'd be like, I'm "I did. Sorry. Just, did I do I something wrong?" Tim, I didn't stop and then punch her. Like, <laughs> I put my arm out to stop. To a- and by doing that, I ended up just like punching her to stop. Were you like, like stiff so I didn't get knocked like, over? Did, yeah, I basically yeah. stiff armed her. It was like okay. it was like football. I was trying to get around the outside. I stuck the arm out. I stiff armed her. We both came to a stop, and she's like, "Oh, I'm really sorry." And I'm like, "Oh, whatever. Are you okay?" And she's like, "Yeah." And she's like, "You okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm fine." And then we rode away. So it's just weird. Like, oh no, my wheel's out of true. It got like a. So this is definitely <laughs> no, less. But you know what? My wheel is a teeny teeny. Teeny, 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 teeny bit out of chew now. Is this uh, a greater <laughs> crash or a lesser crash than when Tim 
knocked over the old man on the sidewalk downtown. Oh, it's Jeez. much less. It's much less than that. Because uh, one, yeah. neither of us fell, and two, neither of us was elderly. <laughs> it's you true. Know, Could have been permanently old damaged. As that guy was, he was one hell of a trooper. The way he bounced right back up with only bloody knuckles. And uh, was like, oh, did I do that? And I'm like, ah, sorry, man, I, uh, I got to go. You're like, oh, yeah, you probably did. I got to go, old man. <laughs> I, that, yeah, I quit riding on sidewalks at that moment in my life. Oh, that was yeah. a good plan. <laughs> remember hey. when we remember when remember when we had the old um, uh, messenger website and got Spencer there to write "rookie busted for EPO" <laughs> for whatever. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> As one of the headlines on there, that was so good. That was a really anyway. good messenger website. <laughs> it really brought a lot of street cred to the uh, Minneapolis Bike Messenger Association. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Everyone knows websites equal street cred. That's right. That is so, true. guys, the Giro coming up. Uh, we have, uh, of course, in two weeks now, the 16th place uh, contest on stage 16. Uh, yeah, has anyone entered yet? No one's is entered, but well, I have. Keeping powder dry. You, I already, have Carlos you already called the shot. I already called the shot oh, last episode. Oh, Carlos oh, Bettencourt. I have so that you have kind faith of faith in him for that. Yeah. Of course I have faith for him. All right. Um, I'm, so, not, I'm keeping my powder dry. So there, there is a lot of uh, cool stuff coming up. We're going to talk a lot about the Giro. We will talk a little bit about Tour California um, and other uh, other cycling news. And again, you can always email us with questions. You can always send us reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. Spencer, tell us about the uh, weekly crit series in Boston. Is it in the same place every week? Well, I don't know because I've never been. Um, I was going <laughs> to oh, go this. Was, of course, you haven't been. <laughs> well, I was oh, going I to go. God, it's a bike race. It's not a coffee, coffee bar thing. Well, with the coffee. I was going. I was. I. You're going to go. You get. I was. I was all set to go this weekend, uh, but the race ended up being canceled um, about an hour before, maybe a half an hour before it was going to start. Um, despite being confirmed the night before as uh, all, all green lights. Um, Why was it canceled? Canceled suddenly because uh, uh, the, the promoters could not secure a uh, police detail um, to close down the street, which is required by the town um, that they do the race in. Um, How many cops I guess, do you need? I think just two. one. I don't know. I've never been there. But, they couldn't um, find one guy to stand around and make $700,000 an hour to do nothing? Yeah, and apparently it happens kind of a lot. Like they need to put in the request, like however many hours before, and then the cops like if nobody volunteers for it, then race doesn't happen. So they're actively looking for a new course, Um, and apparently this course has been happening for like twenty years or twenty five years or some crazy amount of time. Um, But they actually are are holding a contest to find a new course in or around Boston. Um, so there's a, a contest going on the Boston road club, um, website for a uh, quick question for a new, new course. I yeah? have a quick question. Um, is there a state fairgrounds or any type of County fairgrounds within the Boston city limits? Cause I think that would be a great venue. This is not for the a circular office park. That's a what we're currently, park? that's what we're currently using. A circular office park? Yeah, yeah. Is it is it by the Opus of out there? The 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 boring 
blah developer of Boston? Uh, I don't know what businesses are out there aside from like a Lifetime Fitness and maybe a daycare center or something. Um, but oh, sounds to me so like there, a perfect venue. So there are some rules. Yeah. Um, you know, a course must take place entirely on a public road. Uh, a course must follow USAC guidelines, um, you know, seven meters wide, you know, length under 5K. Um, course must be outside the town of Newton if they will require any sort of road closures or temporary one-way signage, which I love as a rule. They are giving the bird to the town of Newton, saying we don't need your BS rules anymore. Uh, and uh, so they've they've gotten a bunch of submissions. So if anyone else has ideas or if you want to uh, – anyone across the country wants to pull up the Google Maps of Boston and, and look for circles, um, <laughs> that would be awesome. You could get uh, – you can win free entry to all the races for the entire year and next year uh, if you're chosen as the cool. winner. And And they run like I don't know how many, like 40 races a year there. So That's awesome. Do you, do you guys have a – I have a pick like a like a tractor trailer uh motorcycle training track around there anywhere. <laughs> I have been searching high and low for that you know, and there does not appear to be one. I always You've thought... been like stalking the community colleges. <laughs> I have. I Trust love, me, I, I, love have. I love how our entire experience is just hitting up the uh where every Minnesota race is. And yeah, I always see, wanted I always I thought it would be really possibilities. cool. I always thought it'd be really cool to do a crit at a uh, driver education center, like where they do the license testing yeah. on like a Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's like a fake downtown. Yeah, you know, you're like, hey, red light. The, yeah, they, the, state, though. the thing about Boston the is they don't do any driver testing whatsoever here, apparently, oh, from what I can there tell. You go. <laughs> There's no training involved. Either. I'm pretty They're sure just like, they gave it up. <laughs> you're 14? Sure, whatever, drive a car. Well, dudes... It's pretty awesome uh, podcast uh, this week. I'd like to thank all of our listeners. That sucked. Let's do it again. Let's start over. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Thanks, BK1, for the use of the track Tema Du Cannibal off the album Radio Du Cannibal. That's Rhymesayers Entertainment. Thanks to all those tweeting about the show and telling all your friends about us. Um, you would have seen today someone tweeted that I'm running and possibly doing triathlon. One of those is true, and the other one will never happen. Mark my words. And uh, please subscribe on iTunes, and if you've already subscribed, leave us a review. It really is important to us and a huge help to building the show. And remember, always wave. We will catch up with you at the next Cafe Stop. What do you think? Bye-bye. that work good? I think that was smooth. Right. Yeah. Does it work better than, like, see something, wave something? I think you rushed it a little at the end, but I think it was good. You sure did. You didn't, you give, it, you didn't give it the old super rookie try. You could have, like, a breath between the, like... And remember, we'll see you at the next Cafe Stop. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod. Here's what we do. We we pull a fucking Top Gear. We go to Richmond, Virginia. We buy a conversion van when we're there. We sleep in it for the week. And then we try to sell it for what we bought it for when we leave. What could go wrong? That would be... That's fucking A used shitty conversion van has to be less than $400 a night.
like three nights. Say we're there three nights. That's oh, twelve hundred yeah. bucks. Yeah. If we can buy a van for under twelve hundred bucks, we could leave it. We light it on fire and leave it there. This guys, this could this could actually work. Yeah, I yes. think that's actually a brilliant idea, Spencer. Would I, we, I totally agree. Do we have we to register do it? Do we have to register it in Virginia when we buy it? Well, probably if we buy it on Friday, we tell the dude, "Oh, dude, the shit already closed. Um, we'll just do it on Monday." <laughs> we're just gonna light it on fire and drive it into the river. <laughs> All right, little guy, you do the research to see where the VIN numbers are located on a conversion van. <laughs> I know where they are, Spencer. You're Spencer. You're the fence of the operation. Uh huh. Okay. All right. This is good. All right. 